Welcome to the Cone Zone, a special episode of the Cone Zone. That's my dad, Lowell Cone. I'm Grant. I'm in West Virginia, uh, which is, I just got here. It's really nice. And I'm here for the practices. I'll be here for the next few days because where the Niners go, I go. Um, and this is a very exciting part of the season. Actually, not really. I mean, the Niners have another bad opponent coming up, and I think people are trying to make this exciting and dramatic. And so the question of the week is, is this a trap game? Dad, what do you think? You're going to hear that a lot. And you heard that also about Carolina. And Iggy, I think you may even have asked. I picked the Niners to win by two touchdowns over Carolina, for the record. Okay. All right. For the record. I don't want to start a fight. Okay. All right. I may have asked the question, but that doesn't mean I I thought it was. Okay. Um, So here's what I think. First of all, I guarantee uh, pundits, media people are going to say, is this a trap game? I outright reject the concept of trap games in football. There may be in other sports. I'm not talking about it. I've been around a lot of football teams. I can tell you right now, no one on the 49ers is saying, you know, we got Atlanta beat. Let's, you know, and, but, but after that, we got Kansas City. Let's, uh, you know, let's not worry about Atlanta. We're going to, ha- we got to start thinking about Kansas City. Now, I mean, it's preposterous because from the Niners' point of view, this is a bad opponent, and you have to step on this opponent's throat. Mm-hmm. You have to do everything you can to beat this opponent and to be 4-2, and two, which is a good start to a season. It's a good start. And if they lose, all hell breaks loose. If they lose to Atlanta, all hell breaks loose. So that's, that's what they're thinking about. Now, there may be some intern in the Niners organization who's doing cut-ups or clips or something on Kansas City. But Kyle Shanahan isn't. None of his coaches are thinking about Kansas City now. The idea of a, of a trap game is crap. Okay? Iggy, do you agree with me? I don't know that it's 100% crap, but this is not a trap game. I, I would think a trap game would be uh, the, you just won a huge game. Like, you just, like in 2019, they beat New Orleans in New Orleans, 48-45. Everyone said the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. The next week they lost at home to Atlanta. They had no business losing that game, and they all said, you know what, we just were kind of not – whatever they said, like, we, we didn't have a good, I don't know, urgency or whatever. It seemed like they were flat. Flat was the word. Okay. This isn't going to be the case. They, didn't, they haven't proven anything. They're 3-2. and two. They just beat Carolina, who just fired their coach, and now they got to – if they lose, they're 3-3, three and three, and no one thinks they're great. So they're spending the week in West Virginia. It's not like they're whooping it up, having a great time. They, like, went – into, into the wilderness to focus for this game, right? Right. Yeah. They could have flown home, uh, but no, they don't want to do that. They're really serious. Or they could have flown to Atlanta and had fun. Atlanta's a lot of fun. No, they actually went north to West Virginia to get rid of all distractions. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love what you're saying. So let me ask you this. We both agree this is not a trap game, and we both agree the Niners are going to beat these guys. Give me three reasons the Niners are going to beat the Atlantas. I could give you three. I can give you one. They're way better than Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's quarterback sucks. Their their best player is hurt in Cordero Patterson. And their defense sucks. They're not good. But here's the thing with the Niners. They've lost to two bad teams. So here's what the Niners do. They're a very good team. Sometimes they beat themselves. I don't expect them to beat themselves against Atlanta. But funny things happen in football. If you turn the ball over two or three times, you'll lose to anyone. So it's like, will the Niners win? Or will the Niners beat themselves this weekend? I'm betting on the Niners to win. Yeah, if I were a betting man, I would I would bet on the Niners to win. Yes, um, Mariota did he go to Oregon? Yeah, 
Um, he was really good in the pack, whatever it was then, pack right. and back 25. He was good. It's not the most physical conference. So as an NFL quarterback, he's, he's nothing. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he turns the ball over. He's not confident. He's not accurate. He doesn't have a strong arm. He gets hurt. But he's kind of mobile a little bit. So their run game probably will be pretty effective, even though they, their best hurt player running back is hurt. They still probably be able to run the ball a little bit until they fall behind and they have to pass. And then they'll pick and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he'll get sacked. He'll get, he's going to get sacked. You know what? I, you hate to say this, but I, I wonder if he'll get through the game healthy. I mean, the Niners just knocked out Baker Mayfield. He's going to miss the next couple of weeks with the ankle sprain. This pass rush with or without Nick Bosa is ferocious. This could be a game where the quarterback doesn't, doesn't make it to the next. I mean, you know, not that he gets seriously hurt, but could get hurt. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I used to, I mean, I've watched so many football games in my life. Some teams will hurt the other team. Yeah. Now, in real life, probably it's not nice to hurt people. It's not nice to hurt people. But in football, that's the whole idea. And the Niners will hurt you to the extent. They'll hurt themselves, too. They will hurt themselves. They will hurt themselves while hurting you. I love it. But we're yeah. using two different definitions of hurt. When I say. No, I'm saying. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. When I say they'll hurt you, I mean they will inflict physical injury and pain. When they hurt themselves, you mean they make mistakes. No, so no. What I, what I mean is they're the most physical team in the NFL. And because they want to hurt their opponent so much, that style of play it leads to injuries of their own. I got it. I yeah. Got it. And it's a double-edged are, sword. They are a very injured team. And that's yes. the other side of injuring yeah. other teams. Yeah, that being said, they always have great backups, and this is how they want to play, and they usually win a lot of games. So let's see if they can get some of these guys healthy by the end of the year. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but they should absolutely freaking win this game. If they lose to Atlanta, something's wrong. But ba- based on the last two weeks, the Niners are back to taking care of business, seems like. Yes. They, you yeah. know, um, I feel, and I've said it before, that Kyle is a slow adjuster at first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In addition, he had to on the fly re or orient his thinking to a different quarterback. That's true. And that was hard. But having said that, they're three and two and are likely going to be four and two. I understand people could say you, they should be six and oh, of course they should, but they're going to be four and two. That's a very good record, especially in the NFC. No, to say they should be six and oh, isn't to say, you know, what a bunch of bums. I think it's just putting into perspective how good this team is. The Niners are really good. The only question is, are they good enough to win the Super Bowl? Because we've, we've known they've been really good for four years. I mean, this has been a serious Super Bowl window that they haven't really taken advantage of, but they've been close. And this might be the year. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Antonio says, Lowell, me and my sister love the way you expressed yourself. Even bought your book, love the story of Bill Walsh. You are the example on how to be professional and have a personal relationship with head coach. Well, thank you. That is so sweet. Thank you very much. And, and thank you for getting my book. Thank you, Antonio. I also wanted to say I was at uh, Nico's wedding this weekend, and Kevin was there. He bought your book and read it. Loved it. Kevin. Kevin Ruma? Kevin read it. Kevin bought it. Kevin read it. Just wanted to say. That's so sweet. I didn't know he was at the wedding. He was. He was there. He was was one of the groomsmen, too. Me and and, uh, Kevin. Yeah, Iggy was in Albany, uh, New York, last week. That's right. I'm on on an East Coast tour. Went from Albany (laughs) to Charlotte to West Virginia to Atlanta. It's fun. Yeah. I wish I was with you. We're with Yeah. Callie Tremor says, trap game? Nah. We have the talent to spread the ball around to play a good game and win. Other note, AstroTurf is horrible. Would play other teams in high school on it, and natural grass is a lot better. Is this place in Atlanta artificial turf? Oh, yeah. 
Iggy, that's oh, yeah. a Shanda. In Yiddish, a Shanda is a shame. That's a Shanda. It's disgusting. Grant, tell Pops to wipe his camera. Yeah, maybe give it a spit shine. You know, I don't think that's what it is. Give it I a shot. The light in. Hold on, I'm trying. Okay. I think give it a spit shine. I think it's the light in this room. Now look. Oh, look what I did. No, I think that's better. Better. That's better. Okay. Um. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's much better. Okay. Um. So, after these games, a lot of times, you'll have. I'll take questions, and they'll get two things. Uh, tr- the Niners would have lost this game if Trey Lance had been the quarterback, or would the Niners have won this game if Trey Lance had been the quarterback? You want to address both of these tangents? I do. Um, I am um, getting uh, impatient with talk of Trey Lance. Nothing against Trey Lance. Um, I'm. I feel so sorry for him. What happened? Mm-hmm. But I'm impatient because, in in a football sense, he doesn't exist. I mean, as a person, of course he exists. But in a football sense, he's not on the team. He's not going to be on the team this season. He's not going to play. He's not going to contribute. He, it's irrelevant to say what he would do. It's hypothetical. Other irrelevant things. Um, if they win the Super Bowl, who will be the quarterback next season? It's irrelevant. It, it, That's it, like eight hypotheticals down the line. Yeah. It's ir- so yeah. all the talk about Trey Lance is irrelevant. And I can tell you that the Niners are not talking about Trey Lance in the mm-hmm. locker room, in meetings. They're not saying, how would Trey have done this? It's an absolutely non-existent topic. And it's one that we should shy away from. It's like picking at a sore. Yeah. It's also an unanswerable hypothetical. No one knows. <laughs> no one freaking knows. We saw four games of him it was a projection. It's a it's a shame that what happened to him. It's a shame we can't see more, but the fact of the matter is he's as big of an unknown as he was before the season started. No one has any insight as to what the the season would have looked like had he been the start of the entire way. Unfortunately, we don't know. Absolutely. And I, yeah. I have a phrase, which is I like to deal with the quote-unquote available reality. What's in front of me? What's available? What reality is? He's not part of the available reality. Jimmy is. Mm-hmm. So all the issues at quarterback, unless Jimmy gets hurt, um, are not about Trey or comparing them. It's about Jimmy. So my question to you, Iggy, is this. Since Jimmy is the available reality, yeah. I will not ask you, can he take them to a Super yeah. Bowl? Because it's not how they operate with him. It right. is, can he be part of a team that goes to a Super Bowl? Yeah. And, and give me this is the key question and some reasons. Well, this is the key question, and I, I I hate to punk out of it, but we don't know yet. I'd be lying. I mean, just because we've seen him beat the Rams and the Panthers back to back, we've seen way too much Jimmy Garoppolo to suddenly change our opinion of this team. This is a team that has proven it's one of the best teams in the league, and they've been that way for the last four years. But they've also proven they're not quite good enough to win it all. So maybe they're a little bit better this year. But do we know that yet? They haven't played one good team. They're not playing a good team this week. We'll learn soon. And it's it sucks that we don't know yet, but it's only early October. And th- these this team's questions are all in January. All of them. They're, they're in, this is a veteran, established team that has come close year after year after year, and they've fallen short in the fourth quarter of big games. So I, I don't think we've gotten any insight on that yet. It looks like the defense is better than last year, but... They haven't played a good quarterback yet, or a good, and they have some injuries. So I don't know. What do you think, Dad? Okay, uh, you make a very good case. 
Um, I think, and this is a projection, if Jimmy plays the way he does, and I mean not the Jimmy who stepped out of the end of the end zone, but the, the Jimmy we saw the last two games mm-hmm. and doesn't make a lot of mistakes, I think they're a Super Bowl contender and could win a Super Bowl. But that's a lot of ifs, Iggy. Yeah. That's a lot of ifs. And there's another thing about this team. Like, how many more key players are going to get hurt? And I know it's not, it's not something you can really talk about. It's not really a discussion on the shows, but it's every year. It's every week. So it's hard to bet on them. Like, if you were to go to Vegas right now and put money on the Niners, I'd be putting money on their health and durability, which is scary. So it's not just, is Jimmy good enough? It's who will be... The, who will be on the field in December for this team? I'm with you. Iggy, I'd like to bring up a side note. Yeah. Um, you said they haven't yet played a good team. I'm going to say something. I don't think there is a good team. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, like in two weeks, they're going to play Kansas City. Kansas City. Who the hell says Kansas City is a good team? They almost lost to the Raiders. Well, I'll put it this way. I think Kansas City is good, but I don't think there's a great team. No. There are no great teams in the NFL. And that way, like, we, we're so focused on the Niners and, like, well, they got this problem, they got that problem. Yeah, every team does. There are no great teams, there are no dynasties, and that's exactly what the NFL wants, and I don't like it. Yeah, I, I said good teams, and you're correct. Great. Like, the yeah. Niners that I covered, the, the five Super Those are great teams. Those were great teams. Yeah. There were great Packers teams. There yeah. were great Cowboys teams. Yeah. Great, when they were the Redskins, great Redskins teams. Yeah. All-time great teams. There are no all-time great teams in the NFL this year. Not one. No. So that that look look is Jimmy Garoppolo good enough? I mean, it's relative to the rest of the, of the league at that time, right? And right now, I mean, he's good enough to win the division. He might be good enough to win the NFC. So I mean, let's see who's let's see who's healthy when they when they're going down the stretch. The other teams could be beaten up. It seems like he'll put him at, he'll put him in a position to at least be alive. And then they've gotten unlucky. Big time unlucky in some big games. Maybe it'll go the other way eventually. Who knows? Yeah, like last year they had to be on the road. This right. year they may have one or more games at home. It's a big deal. And that's a oh, big deal. God, is that you're sleeping in your own bed. You're not schlepping on planes. Yeah. You don't go in different time zones. Yeah. You practice at your own place. All of that. Yeah. When you have three straight road games, which is what they had in the playoffs, you can pretty much bet by the end of the third one you're going to be done. You got yeah. nothing left. Yeah, yeah. Which is what happened to them. I agree. I yeah. agree. So I, I am open-minded about Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think what's what's frustrating and why people bring up Trey Lance is what people were looking forward to about this season was something new. And it was going to be like the growth of a new quarterback during the regular season. Now it's back to the same story, and we haven't learned anything new, and we're all kind of waiting for like the last three episodes of the, of, the, of the season. It's like, okay, 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 we've done this. I know the dialogue. They're going to win. They're going to win the division. They're going to get to the playoffs. And what's going to happen in the last two episodes? So we're all kind of just like waiting around for, for December, and we know they're going to beat Atlanta. Although two weeks from now, it's going to be interesting. But still, I, I feel like there's a little bit of, a, of a impatience with this, with this team. Yeah, you know, they're playing a Kansas City team that's overrated. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. I'll tell you one thing that's changed with Jimmy. Yeah. Now Kyle, once or twice a game, has him throw a long pass. I know, I know. Just to, and yeah. He never, he never completes. Ever. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. So here's what happens. You know, I'm watching it on TV at home. You're at the game. So I see he's going to throw a long pass. And I actually say out loud, well, that's a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Because he never completes it, right? No. Doesn't even come close. Doesn't have a clue. Doesn't even come close. Right, and, and that's to me like when, when, if he if the Niners go to the Super Bowl and, and play the 
the Buffalo Bills. Did you see the Buffalo Bills on Sunday? No. Did you see some of those? Josh Allen, I think he had a 90, 95-yard touchdown throw. I, I, <laughs> he's the exact opposite of Jimmy Garoppolo. So I would like to see the Niners offense continue to improve, but they have a lot of time. Let's take a quick question. Kyle says, went to the game Sunday. Niners fans travel well. I'm going to the game, going to the game in Atlanta as well. I have a feeling we will dominate that game too. I think so. I think so. I think so too. Um, SG Sports Talk Channel says, thoughts on the Carolina Panthers firing rule? Um, it was overdue. I don't know why they hired him. Dad, how many coaches from college football have gone to the pros and been successful? I can think of two, and that's it in the history of football. Well, in, the, in my history of football. Jim Harbaugh and Jimmy Johnson. Why would you do this? So forget Matt Rule. It doesn't translate. College coaches are there to motivate young men. Hey, they give a speech and stuff. And like in the NFL, you're, you have to like get them open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Let's talk about Jimmy Ward's broken hand. We thought it happened on the first play from scrimmage on defense. Kyle Shanahan corrected us. And said it actually happened before then on the opening kickoff. Jimmy Ward was playing special teams in his first game back from a serious hamstring injury. What do you think of that? I think it's dereliction of duty on Kyle's part. Um, When I found out that Jimmy Ward was playing on special teams on his first day back. And he broke his hand. It's a judgment on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. how poor his judgment was in that instance. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Ward is not just any other player. Football teams are not egalitarian societies. Some are stars, and you protect yeah. your stars, yeah. especially when they've been wounded. You protect your stars. So he's putting them out there. He says, well, we all, I mean, essentially what he's saying is we're equal here. We all have to do certain tasks. Bullshit. Mm. That's not how it works. And the proof of it is you got him hurt right away. Let me let me think of what else Kyle might say. He might say, look, he's not in football shape yet, so I'm trying to get him in football shape by putting him on special teams. Well, that's a very risky, dangerous way to get a guy a couple sprints and a couple uh, hits. Like that's a and, and so it's very high risk. For what reward? That you might tackle the kick returner at the 20th instead of the 25? Seems like a no-gain, all-lose situation. Think it through. Well, if, if that's Kyle's rationale, I would say, how did it work out for you, Kyle? Yeah. How did it go? Hey, that's football, right? That's what you would say. Yeah. Hey, that's did, football. How did it go, Kyle? How did it's really it go? unfortunate. This is, uh, Jimmy is a rare talent. Yes. And he's a presence in that locker room. He's a real grown-up. Oh, yeah. When, when you're injured and not playing, you don't have a presence in the locker room. Believe me, you don't. You, you don't exist just the way that, that Trey Lance does not exist. Now, Iggy. Will he be able to play? I don't know. I mean, he he maybe they'll put a, a a club on his hand, and then he could play with a club on his hand. But that's not ideal. He's a defensive back. He has to catch ball sometimes. I I, I think this was really silly. And what's crazy is they did not need him to play special teams to beat Carolina, even though Carolina almost returned two two kicks. They did not need him to play special teams. They didn't need him to play anything to beat Carolina. They do need him to play in two weeks against. Kansas City, because even though you say they're overrated, Travis Kelsey is not. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league, and he just caught four touchdown passes last night, and if you can't stop him, you're going to lose to the Chiefs. Jimmy Ward can stop him. Jimmy Ward is the best person in the NFL at covering tight ends. The best. He could have been the guy, because if if 
Travis Kelsey isn't score isn't catching touchdown passes. No one's catching touchdown passes in that offense. So you had the ace up your sleeve against the team that he would have delivered the win. Now you may have jeopardized it because you needed him playing special teams against Carolina. Oops. I love what you're saying, Iggy. And yeah. I'm going to go even a little further. Yeah. Again, I've never met Kyle, but I've seen him in action. I think he's shown this season a pattern of bad judgment. Oh, and I'm going to give you so. two examples. One is Trey Lance on the power run up the middle. Yes. How did that work out for you, Kyle? What was Oof. the benefit of that? Now, now you set this kid back another season. Now you got Jimmy Ward hurt because uh, you were foolish, foolish enough to play him on special teams. This is bad judgment, and this is stuff that comes from the head coach. It's not like John Lynch is telling him, put Jimmy in on, on special teams or run this kid up, up the middle on a power run. It, it's him. And so I have to wonder, what the hell is he trying to prove? What would it almost – is he The message – the message sounds like what he's saying is, uh, it's not my job to protect these players. Ooh. It's football. It's football. It's violent. It's my job to win the game. That's what it seems like. And that's what it seems like Mike McDaniel's attitude is in, in Miami as well. These two have been coaching together for 20 years. Look, it's a violent sport. The players know what they signed up for. I mean, they want the ball. I'll give them the ball if they get hurt. You know, that's, that's, that's football. Well, That's what I, it seems like. I think there are nuances in that. I would think I so. I because think, it's not just about them. It's about your team. You hurt your team. Yeah. 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 And you know, Iggy, Mike McDaniel, the Blooms come off his rose. Yeah. And you know, yes. If the Niners, let's say the Niners don't win the Super Bowl this year because they get a lot of injuries and they use the injury excuse for the sixth season in a row. I mean, at a certain point, it's like, okay, yeah, you were injured, but every year it's going to happen again next year too. What is the solution? Don't tell me it's bad luck. If it were, if it were luck, you would have a good luck year every once in a while. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I don't know. It's almost like Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan is, he was never a great athlete. He was never a tough guy. It's like trying to show he's a tough guy. Mm. His players. He's yeah. tough, but he's trying to show it through his players. Yeah. And, you know, I used to talk to Bill Walsh about tough guy football. Yeah. By the way, he didn't like it. He, he didn't like when they called it finesse football, but it was. Mm-hmm. And he said always, he said, Lowell, if you're a tough guy football team and you that's how you win and you go up against another tough guy football team that's tougher than you what happens then right he was so smart like he would the conventional football thing is you run between the tackles cuz it's a tough guy thing to do but it's hard and it's dangerous and there's not as much space why don't you just instead of handing the ball to a running back to go between the tackles why don't you throw it to him what's the difference throw it that's to the it. running back that's throw, hey, there's way more space over there you, you, it's the same thing Oh, because that's not as tough. That's not conventional football. Well, it's it's better though. It's what, better. Yeah. Bill used to say to me when he'd throw it, you know, three, four yards, five yards. He said it was extended handoff. That was his yeah. phrase. It's an extended yeah. handoff. You yeah. know, for Kyle uh, says he, he didn't watch Bill's film. Which, by the way, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Again, right. he's got an ego. He'd be nuts, right. nuts to watch those films. Okay, um, but I think he could notice how bill managed games and didn't get players hurt to the extent that this guy does he could also study like andy reed who's a, a west coast offense disciple via uh mike holmgren and look at how andy reed gets the ball to his tight end in the red zone four times last night travis kelsey it seems like george kittle's caught 
four touchdown passes in the red zone his entire career. And yeah, he's not as good as Travis Kelsey as a receiver, but Kyle's also not nearly as creative in the red zone as Andy Reid. So Kyle, you can just steal. Just, you can steal. Steal from your favorite coaches, Andy Reid, Bill Walsh. I give you permission. You know, Andy Reid is in Bill Walsh's trade. Oh, he is. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. No question. He is. And he's a really good coach. We'll take a few more questions. Oh, go ahead. Just before, he is a really good coach, and he's a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Now, it's interesting. Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl in Philly. He went to a bunch and came close but didn't win it. I think he had a similar reputation as Kyle, but he improved. He improved big time. And one reason is he got himself a quarterback. Yeah, Kyle could have had Patrick Mahomes, and he was like, no, no thanks. I'm focused on Kirk Cousins. So he opened the door for the rest of the league. It was Kyle had the, the, the right of first refusal on Patrick Mahomes, and he was like, yeah, no thanks. Not for me. Can you That's his imagine, legacy. Can you imagine if Bill Walsh had seen Mahomes? He would yeah. have salivated. Yeah. He would have salivated. And it, so Walsh could do two things. He could, uh, he could evaluate a quarterback and develop him. Those are two very rare skills. I don't think Kyle has either skill. Like the quarterbacks he likes are not the greatest. And then the quarterbacks he tries to develop don't seem to improve. So I don't know. You know, Bill, um, he, he was a, a wide receiver at San Jose State. He liked to pretend he was Stanford, but he was San Jose State, which is fine. Hmm. Um, but, you know, he was a lefty. But when he was um, coaching Montana, sometimes I'd be, you know, we had better access. Yeah. And he would take the ball in his right hand because Joe was righty. And he could throw the ball with his right hand. And you could wow. see he was thinking along with Joe. And he would say, I want you to do this. And he would do it in his right hand. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. And one of his attractions to Steve Young was he was a lefty, is right. a lefty, and Bill's a lefty. And, you know, in boxing, it, it, it's tricky, left jab, right, right force. When you fight a lefty, it screws up your program. Everything right. is reversed. Bill felt that about Young. It would, it would screw up defenses because everything was reversed. Yeah. Um, Steve, when he went to college and then to the pros at first, when he went over to – after he got out of the that USFL, what team did he go to? LA Express. No, after the LA Express. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. Uh, Perkins, the coach, told me he didn't like to coach lefties. Bill loved to coach lefties. There was a, yeah. prejudice, in, is a prejudice in the league against lefty quarterbacks. That's right. And it's, it's funny, like if you're a really talented lefty thrower, chances are baseball snatched you up in high school because the, the, the football coach probably did, didn't want to work hard enough to flip his entire offense while the, major, the, uh, the baseball coach is being like, man, you could get, make $20 million with that yeah. left arm. You know what I mean? Right. Why would you even play football? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Garcia says, hello, Grant and Mr. Cohn. There was some debate yesterday about Ambry being in directly after Mosley injury. After double-checking, it was Ward, Womack, and Lenore on fourth down during that series. Thank you for checking that out. Um, let's see what the Niners do this week. They might do something else. But uh, if they could get Jason Verrett back, that'd be great. Not sure when that'll happen. Chris Grove says, if we have a fourth quarter lead in the playoffs and run the hell out of the ball, we can win the ship. Fourth quarter deficit, Jimmy Garoppolo can't get it done. It's been proven. It's the same song and dance with him. We know this. Okay, well, let's see the Niners develop a running game that they can depend on to finish out games. You know, Iggy, uh, bringing in Coleman yep. and using him, was clever again. Was. I've been knocking Kyle, but that was good. Um, that was Jeff good. Wilson Jr. 
they were asking, they've been asking a lot of him and they need, they need, he's not that big. They need to give him a bit of a break. And this other guy, I don't think he can run, but he can catch passes. That's right. And Coleman right now has a shoulder contusion. It's one of those things like they didn't say it after the game, but the next day they're like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. Shoulder contusion. Shoulder. Okay. So that's a something, a, a small something that could become a bigger something. All the more reason to continue using Tevin Coleman or more, or more running backs. Don't get Jeff Wilson Jr. seriously hurt in October. He's good. Brian Morgan says we may need to be more critical of Debo, I think. He dropped more than he caught this week and may become a big problem. Yeah, I think he had three drops and two catches. That was not a good game for Debo Samuel. What would you think of that? Uh, Iggy, I I would take issue with big problem. He's a big asset. Yeah, he's still great after the catch. He's still great after the catch, yeah. Iggy, he is phenomenal after the catch. Yes. He, NFL players don't even want to tackle him. No, they do not want to tackle him. No. I've never seen anything like it. So, you know, his hands aren't as good as Ayuk's hands. I'm willing to say he had a bad game. Yeah, fair enough. A couple more. A couple more. Don't Bother Me says, do you think Danny Gray would improve our special teams as a return man? Does he have the skill set other than just speed? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. But uh, it doesn't seem like Ray, 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 Ray McLeod is particularly impactful. So why not? Jared said, I was always taught there's a fine line between being tough and being stupid. It applies in every sport. That I agree. True. Now, that listen, true. before we move on, did you hear a, a few seconds back, Iggy and I made fun of a couple more? A couple more? A couple more. I want to tell you what that's about because okay. it's an inside joke. I have dealt at the 49ers with a lot of um, public relations staffs. And when I first started, the NFL was the most open league. This is very important for me to say this. When I first started, if I wanted to go up to Bill Walsh's office, I could get up there in five minutes. Obviously not if he was on the field, but if he was off hours, I would call over to his secretary or talk to the PR people. Come on up and Bill would spend time with me. And so would George Seifert and Mariucci, um, Dennis Erickson. All of a sudden, the NFL changed, and I'd say the 49ers were one of the worst. If I wanted to go talk to Harbaugh, a PR flack would sit in the room with me. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm talking to, to Harbaugh, who read me when he was a kid and admired me. Yeah. I have to have some schmuck sitting in the room with me monitoring what the coach says. As a result, it changes the conversation. Right. Well, it was which is what they want. Which is what they want. It's disgusting. Yeah. So let's say after a game, we're in Seattle. And they always lose in Seattle. And we're talking to what, – what was his name, Iggy, the guy who used to kill me? Ahmad Brooks. Ahmad Brooks. Ahmad Brooks really liked Iggy and me. And he yeah. would say such candid – remember he was depressed because of the weather and they didn't – Yeah. Well. Yeah. Gloomy. Anyway, then some – 20-year-old comes up to me because he's been directed by whoever is in charge of the PR and yeah. says to all of us who were talking to Ahmad Brooks, couple more, meaning right. you only have wrap two questions. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. It's like when they play the music at the Oscars. Get off the stage. Yeah. And yeah. he's saying that to me. Yeah. Like, I was doing this before his his mom was wiping his tush. That's right. And, and it used to make me so angry and sometimes i get angry get out of here you heard me say that right yeah and then they just leave get out of here yeah so um whenever (laughs) 
when Iggy said a couple more, it pushes a button in me. It, it's <laughs> angry. It's like a dog whistle. It's a dog whistle, yeah. It's a dog whistle, yeah. It used to so, make me crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's great. There's <laughs> one guy, when he croaks, more. I'd like to uh, put on his gravestone, couple more. Yeah, that's true. He deserves it. Jared says, I, I was always taught there's a fine line between being tough and being stupid. Got you. Antonio says, Brian Dayball is an example of great coaching thus far this season. I wish Kyle gets what Brian Dayball's getting right, uh, getting the right player in the right positions. Yeah, I don't know if you watched that game. It was the early uh, London game. I'm over here on the East Coast. It was easy to watch. I really liked watching they, uh, the Giants. They did all kind of creative stuff. They're 4-1, first-year coach, doing a good job. Doesn't mean he's better than Kyle, though, but he was fun to watch. So is Salah doing a good job? Three and two. That team is really good. Why do teams refuse to let to use left-handed quarterbacks? It che- if it's, they have their whole playbook is for a right-handed quarterback. That's right. Mean the protections, yes, everything. It would mean yes. change everything, and they're too lazy to do it. Yes, a lot of them are. Bill um, wasn't. No, should SF be calling Carolina on acquiring Christian McCaffrey? Oh. Um, no. no. Can I tell you something? And I. I started a thing on Twitter. He's a very good player, but he gets hurt too much. But yeah. he burns my ass. You see, I'm, I'm wearing a Stanford shirt. Right, right, right. I'm a Stanford guy. Yeah. He ran out on the Stanford team. He did. He didn't want to play in the Sun Bowl because he might get hurt and it would hurt his chances. It's true. In other words, he ran out on his teammates because he was worried about his career. Right. And this is what I hate about college football and why I, I don't even follow it. Because players like McCaffrey don't see it as college. They see it as the minor leagues. Right. Minor leagues to get into the NFL. That's how we saw the Stanford team. When I was at Stanford, Jim Plunkett didn't. He played in the, in the Rose Bowl and he became the rookie of the year uh, in this NFL and won two Super Bowls. I object to Christian McCaffrey. Also, you're afraid you're going to get hurt in one college football game? Like, what does that mean for your NFL prospects? I mean, you're going to get hurt a lot in the NFL? Well, he did. I don't know. Maybe he knew something we didn't know. Hey, I'm fragile. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm completely fragile. All right. Uh, let's, let's Another injury topic. So we just talked about Jimmy Ward and how playing him in, on special teams, coming off a serious injury, was dereliction of duty. All right. Cut to this week. Nick Bosa injured his groin last week. They pulled him out of the game. They haven't said how bad it is. A bunch of reporters try, kept trying to get Kyle to say it's not a big deal. Is it fair to say, this is the question that, like, leading him, is it fair to say that you pulled him out of the game for precautionary measures and it's not as bad as it seems? And Kyle's like, it's a groin injury. I don't know. Like if, if there was practice today, he couldn't practice. We'll see how it is tomorrow. So um, that's where it stands. It's all the clarity we have. Do you think he should play in this game against Atlanta? I want to get back to the question first. Is it fair to say? And then we'll talk... Because he yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. Is it fair to say is, in a way, kissing up to the coach? Yeah, um, why would you ask it that way? Yeah, why would you ask it that way? The thing is, how badly is he hurt? Right, let's ask it directly. Yeah, how badly is he hurt? Do you think he can play in the next game? When will you know? Because the way they phrase it is like, to tell the fans something they want to hear. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh. kissing his ass. I don't yeah. like, never ask questions like let's that. Let's give the fans some good news. Well, what if it's not true? And also, I don't want you to be angry at me in the way right. I ask the question. I right. want you to think I'm, I'm, I'm holding your hand. Right, and, right, right. And kissing your yeah. ring when I ask the yeah. question. No. How badly is he hurt? When when will he play? And when will you find out? Yeah. Just around. Yep. So the, the question disgusts me. I don't okay. like the question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Um, I'm going to be a little careful here. 
Should he play against Atlanta? Clearly, it depends on how badly he's hurt. Of course. So if the doctors or the training staff say, you know, he's 100 percent healthy. If he's 100 percent healthy, then let him. Fine. Play. Fine. Um, but if there's any doubt whatsoever, if he's 97 percent healthy. No. OK. I, OK. Thank you. Thank you. Do we agree? Yes. God forbid you get him hurt again. Bring him back too soon against a, a team you don't need him to beat. God forbid, because you do need him the next week. And if it's a real groin injury, look, George Kittle missed the first two weeks with a groin injury, and he still doesn't quite look like himself yet. So this is something that you need to get 100% fixed. It can't linger. This guy's way too important. Um, they should really err on the side of caution. And again, this is, a, this is turf. This is turf. Uh, he got injured on turf last week. He tore his ACL on turf two years ago. It's just more dangerous. Be careful. Um, I'm 100% agreement with you. So what we're saying is we're leaning toward him not playing. I would think unless so. Unless he gets 100% clearance, unless it was just a minor thing that went away. But if right. it lingers Wednesday, Thursday, no, you're not playing. Uh, right. We don't need you for the game, but we do need you against the Kansas Cities. Yeah, and I, I think th- I'm, I'm getting the feeling that he won't play. Just the way Kyle was talking, he basically was saying this is just a typical groin injury. I mean – that's what Kittle had. It basically cost him two, three weeks. So no reason to rush Nick Bosa back from a, a typical groin injury in early October when you got Atlanta on deck. He's way too important, and he'll come back soon enough if that's the case. Yes. So anyway, Kyle, don't make the same mistake two weeks in a row. Well, maybe. Listen, I have a great idea. If he gets 100% clearance, maybe they should start a man on special teams, Ziggy. You saw where I was going, right? See, that, that, and that's how you know it's bullshit, putting Jimmy Ward on special teams. He'll be like, oh, you know, Jimmy, anyone can play on special teams. Yeah, not Nick Bosa, though. So there are certain guys you won't put on, on special teams, right? Well, Jimmy Ward should have been one of those guys coming off this injury. No, I, I know he plays special teams some of the time, and that's great. Jimmy Ward's a hell of a player, but not the first game back. No, I think when Bosa next week he should play special teams. And you know when Trey Lance comes back? Oh, yeah. in football shape by putting him on special teams, too. Huh? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. McCaffrey also plays on turf, though. He's had so many injuries, I feel like they take a toll. You want to have a guy who's been injured that many times? I don't. I don't. And plus, the Niners have good running backs. They have a guy I think is really good they, they won't even use yet. Hold, hold the phone. All right, let's get to our last topic. How I fund these road trips. I think and a lot of you—go ahead. And why? Okay. There, we had some debate over this. Um, for a while, Iggy has wanted to talk about road trips and how he funds them. And fund, F-U-N-D, funds them and why. A dear friend of ours um, in Santa Rosa, Dr. Gary Furness, said it's Iggy's business and he shouldn't talk about it. But Iggy feels he'd like to, and I think it's really a compliment to the people who tune into his YouTube channel. So, Iggy, why don't you tell them? Um, Let me give you one more thing. When I was working at the Chronicle and the Santa Rosa Press Democrat, I traveled all over, and I also went to an Olympics in uh, Australia. Obviously, the newspapers paid for me. I uh, I had it. They paid uh, my room. They paid for my meals, and they paid for my flights. Iggy, how do you work it? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they pay for all the other journalists too. But when I was at the PD, they didn't pay for the stuff and I didn't go. And when I first went, went to SI, they didn't pay for stuff and I didn't go. But I've been going recently and some people may think that it's because SI is sending me all of a sudden. 
No, absolutely not. And I wouldn't expect them to. It's very, very expensive to send a journalist all around the country with a team. Um, I pay for myself. And the reason I can pay, which it's, it's a lot of money to all these trips, flights, um, cars, rooms, I can afford it because of the people who watch me. Essentially, my YouTube channel funds my uh, ability to cover the, the team. And it seems only fair for me to take the money that I get from people who donate and watch through the ad revenue and put it back into covering the football team. So I, the way I look at it is I will spare no expense covering this team. And in that sense, I got to th think that I'm as, as invested or more in covering this team than anyone. I, I, I Wonderful. I love what you said. I'd like to add, I think the people who watch you send you. Yes. You guys are sending, you guys are the reason I'm in West Virginia and that I'm going to Atlanta. And it just occurred to me, I shouldn't be missing any of these games because I, pro I would, I would profit more by staying home and just keeping all the money. But I want to spend the money that you guys send to me, give to me on this team and make the channel and the coverage better. So that's a choice I make. And I would add one other thing. Um, SI.com or whatever they call it these days, Fan Nation, they they contribute too because people watch you there. You Absolutely. Earn, you earn That's true. And your credentials yes. does not come from YouTube. It That's comes true. Of Sports Illustrated, Fan Nation. And I actually make good money with SI.com. I love working for them and the pay structure there is phenomenal. But, yeah. but I don't need them to pay for me. I, I don't. I, well, what I'm saying I, I'm is lucky they enough. They are paying yeah. Yes, they are. It's true. That's it's true. In a way, it's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's not like getting expensed or whatever, but whatever, no, reimbursed. No. No. You in, no. Uh, you have a fan base there too, and it's very big. Yes. And, uh, so what I'm saying is you're going as a combo of YouTube and SI.com. Would you agree and, with that? Yes. And what's great is so many people watch, so so many people are so generous that it's not a it's not a uh, a problem at all. It's it's I'm happy to do all this and spend all this money and go and go uh, across the country. And I just bought a house too. So things are okay. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, your friends on the beat, like a good friend of yours, like Nick Wagoner, he doesn't pay his own way. Uh, ESPN pays for him. Yeah. That's how it, I, I, I would imagine that there are very few beat writers who would actually pay their own way. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So I want everybody to know that Grant, I'm going to call him Grant at this moment is really invested in giving coverage for you because you are sending him. And I got to tell you, I'm so proud of him. I am. For one example, like The Athletic, they have two beat writers. They have to switch off road trips. They have to switch yeah. off road trips. They don't, they don't both get to go anymore. And it's, you know, I understand it. Neither one's going to pay to go on their own, but um, they don't have my situation. So I don't need anyone to send me. Iggy, um, the athletic yeah. two beat writers, it's Matty Barrows. Mm -hmm. and, and David he, Lombardi. I don't know who David Lombardi is. I haven't heard of him. Yeah. Um, so you're saying Matt Barrows does not make every road trip? No, he doesn't. He's out here now, though, but and Lombardi isn't. But I'm sure they'll switch eventually. Really? Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Matt Barrows isn't on – I mean, Matt Barrows has been doing this a long time. He's like a, a, a Niners beat writer Hall of Famer, and now he does half of them. Matt and that's and just the Arrows, I, I mm -hmm. just have to say he's a friend of mine and he's I don't know this David Lombardi. I hadn't heard of him till now, but this Matt Barrows is really good. Yeah. And he went to the University of Virginia and wrote his English thesis on Jane Austen, who is my all time favorite writer. So Matt Barrows and I have a love of Jane Austen together.
it seems like these <laughs> these news outlets are sending their writers less and less. Like Dieter uh, with uh, San Jose Mercury News, he doesn't get to travel. I mean, the the San Jose Mercury News doesn't send their their columnists traveling. I think year after year they're going to be slashed and slap more and more of their travel budget and. The people that cover on the road are going to be people that pay their own way. And to do that, you better have a really successful YouTube channel or a nice job with SI.com. Yes. So that's interesting. I yeah. didn't know about Barrows. And yeah. I got to tell you, it's, if, if you have to right. see him in uh, yeah. West Virginia, tell him Lowell says, gee, I'm really sorry because yeah. um, he should be on every road trip. Just like Matt, Matt Mayoko. I mean, they're the two OGs that I would say. I mean, Barrows been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Is Mayoko there? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, wow, that really that really bothers me. That, that me too. Barrows is but, there, but it's it's just the nature of the business right now. It gets uh, well, worse and worse. The point is, Grant, you're ahead of the curve. I'm free of it. Yeah, you're free of that. I'm free of it. Stay in your own way. You're not beholden, and you're able to do it, and you're doing it because of the people who are watching it right now. Us. Yeah. Right now. So I just wanted to tell you people that um, I really appreciate it. And when you see me on the road, you can take pride in the fact that you sent me. Yeah. You, you enable my coverage. Thank you so much. Casey, you're a member. Thank you very much. Antonio says, I'm from Mexico. I, 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 you, I want you, Grant. I, you want, Grant. I can recommend some. Oh, I do. I will gladly do it. Just give me the okay. Love your show. Yeah, I'm going with my wife to uh, Mexico City for the game. So let me know. DM me. That would be great. Niners First Take says, non-football question for you. What does it feel like to give people exposure on your platform just to have them big league you? It's okay. It's all right. I understand. I like launching people, and I would I, I don't launch people to tear them down two years later if we have a falling out or something because we might be friends two years down the line. Uh, I, I welcome all collaborators and um, competitors. It's the nature of the business. It's all good. What does big league mean? I don't know what he means in this sense. I, I assume he thinks he's, you know, people that work with me that eventually stop working with me. Well, what I want to say is Biggie is from California and I'm from New York and I am um, uh, can feel bitter very quickly. And Iggy has a much more forgiving temperament. Um, I saw that Iggy gave people a, a, a start, a lot of people, and... When the thing happened with Kinlaw, a lot of the people he gave a start went after Riggy. Um, and I, I was very angry about that. Uh, there's one guy in particular who's taken shots at Iggy. You probably don't want me to use his name. I'd love Let's to. not. Let's not. Let's okay. Not. I mean, I'm a prick. I, I would right, like to. Right, right. But um, I can never forgive this guy. And um, there is no way in my life he could ever walk back over the boundary. Uh, this one guy, uh, it was gratuitous what he did, and Iggy gave him a big shot, and he sh- at, at getting his puny name known, and he should have at least kept his mouth shut. So, big league, uh, how about screw over? Yeah, I mean, nice. look, I don't, I don't know exactly which one you're talking about because there's a few that could fit that description, but the way I felt was, look, I never asked anyone to defend me during that time, but people that I put on and launched um, to. All, to all of a sudden go on Twitter and say that, you know, you don't necessarily agree with how I do my work or I was wrong. It's like, okay, well, hey, good luck. You're on your own. You just jumped out of the nest and I wish you all the best. Frank Hanna says, uh, you doing MXC. Tickets are impossible. I am. I am. Uh, I, I booked a place to stay. I don't know if I booked a 
flight yet. I should probably do that. Carol says, so important today to support local journalism. Well, you guys are supporting it right now. Thank you very much. This is a new way to support it. I have something to say. This is local journalism. Yeah. Um, What's happening is newspapers are on their death, in the death rattle right now. Mm -hmm. When I chronicle our, um, the the paper had had, uh, subscribers. I mean, the paper paper, not the, we didn't even have internet of over 600,000, who one of the largest papers in the country. Now there's 60,000. They've lost yeah. 90%. Now they have websites, but they don't generate the money that the paper paper does. And so it's dying. And I think what journalism now is entrepreneurs like Grant. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm curious to see how, uh, how many people are going to be independent entrepreneurs in five years. And if it's a lot, how are we going to get credentials? What's the process going to be like? Yeah. Do you have to have a job? I wonder. Black Orchid 772 says, thank you for your coverage. Thank you very much. Thank I appreciate you. it. Uh, where can I DM you? So excited, BTW Big Fan. D- email me, Grant Cone at Gmail. That's simple enough. One word, Grant Cone at Gmail. Um, Lowell with the fresh cut. Yeah, we went last week. Yeah, you know, um, I always forget to get haircuts. And every once in a while, I- Iggy and his wife, Swasti, take me in hand. So when Iggy goes to this barber in Oakland, he takes me and I, I-, I got a haircut. Not that I have a lot of hair. <laughs> You're looking fresh. Well, that's our show for today. Uh, I thought this was a good one. I enjoyed it. Coast to coast. I mean. I loved it. Iggy, I liked our topics. I love talking to you. I I always learn from you. And I love you. I love you too. I will call you in a minute. Thanks for watching, everyone. Niners have practice tomorrow. I'll be there. I'll see you soon.